You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Literary briefs. I don't know why I just did an accent. There. I was saying, wait a minute. And it's fine. It's fine. I did have a very Are you that sick. That I'm... Okay. <laughs> um, this is the literary briefs edition. I'm your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today is Mark Muncie from Erie Travels. Boot, boot. And our guest is Jessica Selena. Well, that blew my voice a little bit. Okay, let's talk about what we're drinking before I start coughing horribly, which I think is going to happen. Um, I have a little cold, so everybody listening, and this is my e. Kathleen Turner voice. Um, so I decided to mix um, apple juice with cinnamon and whiskey, and that's going really well. And I now have realized the size of this cup is... <laughs> anyway, I'm doing just fine. Thanks for asking. Mark, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking from our good friends at Coffee Shop of Horrors. I am drinking the last of my pumpkin spice coffee, Ichabod's Dame. And, uh, you know, because it's it's winter here in Florida, one of our random three days of winter. And uh, I needed a hot coffee. So happy Halloween. Yeah. It's not Halloween, Mark. It always is for you. It's Jessica, what are you, what are you drinking? Because your drink is stupendous looking. It is. I have this fancy glass. It's half, half drink now. But a fancy glass from a restaurant at Disney Springs with just a fruit smoothie. So it's some strawberries and raspberries and yogurt in there. What what restaurant is that from? It's from Rainforest Cafe. Oh, yeah. If you get a specialty drink there, uh, you get the glass included, I guess. And uh, my husband went for the first time. We went. He had never been to one. And we watched a uh, Matt Pat who does game theory, did a has a food theory channel now. And he did a whole episode on Rainforest Cafe. And... We were influenced by the influencer and went. And so we got a little, a little drink with a specialty glass. So it makes my like fancy. <laughs> Every year besides two COVID years, of course, my parents have Disney club members. I don't know what it is. They've had it for like 25 years. And um, they always take us to Old Key West and we always go to the Irish um, restaurant in Disney Springs. Oh, yep. Nice. And get the bread pudding. That's that's what I can say. Every book comes out, I celebrate at Morimoto's. So, is that the sushi place? Yeah, it's well, it's, he does a little bit of everything. So, but he's an old Iron Chef, and so I'm like, gotta go to the Iron Chef restaurant. That's just that's what we do. So, we're doing a dual celebration because my book release is actually the same day as my wedding anniversary. So we're doing a little double celebration. How planned was that? Um, actually was not planned. I was going to say, I did not know that. No. Yeah. So when, uh, so, so my wedding anniversary is January 19th and it's actually a fun Easter egg in the book too, because the book starts in January and I needed a random date in January that wasn't new year's. So I was like, Oh, January 19th, it'll be a fun little Easter egg to my anniversary. And when I got the contract call with four horsemen, Valerie, she was like, okay, so based on our schedule and the timing now we can probably get you published. January 19th, like she just pulled it out of her ass. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so we're doing a little dual celebration also at Disney Springs. So very cool. Very, very cool. Look at how that all worked out. Yeah. Fate. 
Okay. Rapid fire question time. Are you ready? Ready. Let's go. What is your favorite book of all time? It is Convenience Store Woman. Mm. Convenience Store Woman. So it's a Japanese novel that has been translated into English. Uh, It's about a woman who doesn't really fit in with society, but she finds her place at a convenience store. She works for one uh, Japanese konbini. And um, basically what happens when society starts to pressure her to try to conform. I like it. Okay, least favorite book. That's a really good question. Um, You know... I do this thing when I read books, if I don't like them, I just don't finish them. So it's really hard for me to say, because I feel like I don't do that a lot. Either. Is there any super hyped book or book in school that you read that like everybody was like, this is the greatest book. And you were like, no, it's not. So in school, I was the only one that did all the reading. Huh? It says a lot about me as a person. But um, I will say, I have a funny story about a school book, if that makes up for the fact that I don't think I have a least favorite. Okay, uh, I will take that. So we read uh, The Grapes of Wrath, um, as one does in, uh, in school. It was in the eighth grade. And they did this thing where they had everybody in my grade come out to the school um, auditorium to watch the movie. It was like a end of the year, you know, congratulations, you did all your work. And at the scene when Lenny gets in the back of the head, um, 99% of my class stood up and clapped. <laughs> we all got in trouble. We were known as the ones that got in trouble when we went into high school the following year and had questions um, that followed. So we weren't on to do some fun stuff because of that. So <laughs> I also think it's hysterical that they thought, you know what high, uh, middle schoolers are, would like, or junior high, whatever we're calling it, let's show them the grapes of wrath. Yeah, riveting <laughs> for, right? for riveting. a reward. <laughs> you know, they could probably pull off Oh Brother, Where Art Thou with because it's got George Clooney in it, but yeah. I mean. I will is- say, I actually know I do have an answer for a least favorite, and I have a very specific reason. It was something we is required reading in school, and it's metamorphosis because I fucking hate bugs. So, ah, there you go. All bugs? Well, I I cannot do bugs. I don't like bugs. All right. Okay. okay. What about um? What is your favorite book to movie adaptation? A movie adaptation. Hmm. Or TV show? Like you thought they did a really good job with it. Let's see. I thought they did a pretty good job with um. Oh my gosh! Why am I forgetting every movie that I've ever seen in my life right now? <laughs> a lot of whiskey so i can say why i would be forgetting it but <laughs> i don't have that excuse you can say you my whiskey no one will know that we're on a Zoom call in completely different states it's fine i have a least favorite um right. well that's the follow-up question you gotta answer oh. your favorite first though oh gosh book to movie adaptation let's see i'm gonna say oh my gosh i have to think about this one can I come back to it after my least favorite? Have some yes. yes. Okay, so my least favorite is Percy Jackson. So I'm very hopeful for the TV show. Um, but those movies were not good. Mm. <laughs> is it because they the age of the characters? I think that had a big part to play. Um, and I also think just in general, they didn't do a super great job at like capturing like the spirit. I think if they had appropriately cast like age-wise, it would have been better. 
Like Logan, Logan Lerman did fantastic. Like with what he had, as did all the actors. It was just not well crafted. So I'm hopeful for the TV series that's coming out. Very cool. Okay, now you have to go back to your favorite. I think I'm going to say season one specifically of Game of Thrones. While like abridged, it is pretty good as far as like tit for tat goes. No, it is. We get further along. <laughs> forget it. But yeah, no, you're going to have to abridge that because those books are like that thing. So those are fat books. <laughs> Yeah, if, they, if they'd done the first book as a five season arc, that would have still been, you know, condensing bits. And yeah, but I thought I think that's what George R. R. Martin was hoping was going to happen. That's why he didn't have to write so fast. Um, okay, so my next question is uh, favorite graphic novel. Graphic novel. So I uh, does manga count? Are we yeah, talking? totally. Um, so I am a huge, huge fan of My Hero Academia. Okay. Okay. And uh, all right, so then uh, let's go with uh, least favorite superhero. Least favorite superhero? Oh my God, this is going to get me in some shit. I hate Iron Man. No, I'm 100%. <laughs> I'm right there with you. So you hate cap. Iron Man or you hate Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man? I hate Iron Man in general. Yep. Team Cap. Thank you. So <laughs> I am also Team Cap. Part of it is the fan base I find absolutely yeah. insufferable. I like to joke that. Um, Marvel could come out with a movie, which was just Tony Stark taking a shit for three hours, and the Tony Stark fanboys would be like, this is cinema! So, I'm just like, <laughs> over it. Um, uh, I know the guy's, like, atoned for his sins, but, like, he was, like, a war profiteer, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you know, I do have to say, though, that um, when that first movie came out, I don't disagree with you. The character in general is, yeah. But when the movie first came out, I have to say they didn't do really a lot of um, uh, Marvel stuff previously, right? Everything flopped. That was like and the first good superhero movie. Like the rest of them were so horribly done. It was. And I think it had a lot to do with the casting and stuff like that that mm -hmm. went really, really well. Because there were some good, I mean, I know people don't like to, but. Um, I even watched it actually uh, this weekend when I was visiting my um, for my grandbaby's first birthday. I watched the Batman with um, Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer and um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito and you know all that. That's amazing casting. It's actually not a bad thing, but it you know was made by Danny Elfman, so it's ridiculously. <laughs> Yeah, Tim Burton, Danny Elfman combo. Yeah, no, I, I, I still think Blade started it all. So that's always yeah. my my go to for what saved Marvel. And then, yeah. uh, you know, and that's why we wouldn't have Iron Man if Blade hadn't done as well as it did. Yeah, so. Blade did do a good job too. Yeah, yeah, but and, uh, okay. So Wesley Snipes so, lost his mind. Yeah. All right. So you're right. You see, right? Fanfic. Uh, you know, wait, uh, what was your favorite fanfic genre to read? To read. Yeah, I mean, I'm a romance reader through and through. Okay. So. Any so, particular series that you prefer? I was going to say, what what story arc for fan fiction? Because who's you your favorite ship? Let's go with that. Who's your favorite? <laughs> and I know ship? a lot of people love the Dean Castiel sort of thing. So don't even get me started on Dean. I remember being on Twitter when. So especially as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big My Hero Academia fan. So they had a, a big reveal in the My Hero Academia manga. So spoiler, if you're not caught up on the anime, but they revealed a major character reveal with Dobby. And that was the same weekend as 
the Dean and Castile like is kind of canon now thing. And that all happened to be like the presidential election and it just out-trended yeah. everything. <laughs> but oh gosh, favorite so favorite ship in what franchise? Well, in, in, in any franchise. What's your favorite? What's your favorite ship for fan fiction? So oh geez. Um so I wrote a lot of reader insert because I took requests. Uh, so that was primarily my playground, but uh, I always thought that Finn and Rey from Star Wars were really cute, and that was underdeveloped in the movies a little bit, but there were some teasings for it in Force Awakens, so everybody that wrote and produced uh, Finn Rey content was just, like, really wholesome, so. Yeah. Very cool. Have you cosplayed as any Star Wars characters? So I actually used to be, um, I recently retired a lot of my costumes, but I used to be in the 501st Legion, which is Yay. a charity group of uh, Star Wars costumers that are all screen accurate and do a lot of charity events with like local children's hospitals or give kids the world um, did like some movie premieres so I actually was at the movie premiere at Disney Springs for Solo was one that I did so I had a Thai pilot costume hey. I also had a uh, gin from Rogue One nice oh very cool very very cool what is your favorite cosplay to do so my favorite one that I did is actually a recent one it's um, Mifa from Breath of the Wild, Legend of wow. Zelda. So I did the full shark head and everything. Uh, we debuted it at Holiday Matsuri, and it was a lot of work, um, but I'm very proud of it. Very yeah, cool. Do you make your own costumes? I buy some. Um, Mifa, I'm completely made um, mostly from scratch or pieced together some uh, items that got modified. So, but yeah, completely made the bodysuit, was like a red suit that I added stuff onto, and then we completely made the head from scratch. Wow, very cool. So what is one of your favorite cosplays that you've ever seen? I've ever seen? Um, I would say I'm always impressed by the Chewbacca's that you see come out of the Rebel Legion of 501st because I know what goes into them now. So I have a very deep appreciation for them. Um, there's this one guy that I know that he'll like hand thread like all those hairs in and it's like thousands and thousands of hairs. So I'm always impressed by a good Chewie. And um, a good friend of mine, a cosplay friend of mine, um, her name's Allison. She builds a lot of really large scale costumes that are more like giant props, but some of them are more wearables. So she did, um, she has the Guardian from Breath of the Wild. She's got Ripley. Uh, she has um, Snowball from Rick and Morty. And it's just like a puppet that she can wear. So her stuff is always really impressive. And she's got the cat butts as well. I think I've seen her. Yeah, she she does. Probably have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I saw her at Mega last year. So, Very um, I, so what's your favorite con? My favorite con is Holiday Matsuri. It's an anime convention every December uh, in Orlando, and it's super fun. It's a just a really fun vibe. It's a little bit of a party con, but it's always a good time. It feels a little more intimate because uh, it's at a hotel instead of at a convention center. And what kind of con is it? Mostly anime and a lot of video games too. Do you play video games? Quite a few. <laughs> what are you playing right now? So I am about three years late to the game, but I just got Animal Crossing to kill the time while I wait for the new Fire Emblem to come out. Nice. I'm very excited for the new Fire Emblem. Nice I'm time. a huge fan of Animal Crossing. We will have to be friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited, too. So uh, when we got the latest Pokemon, our GameStop had the Bioshock trilogy on sale. Yeah. And that's like my all-time favorite game. My husband had never played it. So I got it for him. He just binged them, loved them. 
and we're planning on going to Collecticon uh, next month because Booker's voice actor is going to be there. So I'm yep. like, is this perfect timing? Because you just finished them. So we're going to. Oh my gosh. I just saw they, they're launching the Kickstarter where they're trying to make the live versions of the vending machines from Bioshock Infinite. And cool. They're like $10,000 a piece. They're going to make you know, limited edition ones that actually do the animations and all that. It's crazy. That's cool. So. That's cool. That's very cool. So, so Bioshock's your favorite uh, video game to just play over and over again? Oh, a favorite of all time. Great storytelling in that franchise. Very, very cool. Okay. What about if you could have any... <laughs> I have a wall of Bioshock right over here, so I can grab, I could have grabbed anything. That was the easiest in reach, was the little sister. Did you have Sorry. to write Bioshock fan fiction? I did not. I don't know that there's an, a huge audience for that. Um, but my first ever cosplay was a splicer. So. <laughs> it's it's Mark show off his shelf. Yeah, it's, I, I'm not I'm not even looking over there. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. But no. All right. So um, so you love Bioshock. You love you know you've got all these wonderful influences. What when you're writing, what do you listen to? I actually have curated playlists that I create for each of my books. Uh, so for the first one, there's a lot of um, alternative rock on there. Um, some some Grimes, some MGMT, uh, a little bit of everything, kind of a weird mix sometimes. Um, my favorite artist of all time is Baby Metal, uh, which is Kawaii Metal. So they are on quite a few, if not all of my playlists, I think. So very cool nice. but um what superpower would you have if you I could from your love to teleport or to fly because that would make traveling so much easier and cheaper very cool what about your husband what would he choose god he would probably pick something similar because we both got the travel bug um but if not that let's see he might do something with strength he's pretty strong already he works out a lot in boxes um so he might go with something that route, but I could see both of us having like something that makes travel easier. What if you could be any mythical or fantastical creature? What would you be? Any mythical creature? I love a good dragon. What kind of dragon? There's so many different kinds of dragons. What kind of dragon? Good question. Oh uh, gosh. I would probably be like one of the dragons that you see in Fire Emblem. <laughs> I see. Nothing wrong with that. Cool. They're all, all right, like, so do you, you do video games? Do you do any role playing or uh, tabletop? I have not yet, and I want very desperately to play around of D and D. And I got a friend that's a, a dungeon master, so I'm hoping to at least get a one shot going or something. So definitely, you can always do superhero role playing too. So yeah, we could. <laughs> you know, there is actually a rule book you can roll yourself up as a superhero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Modern D20. Yeah. Yep. You can you can roll yourself up as a character and then give yourself superhero powers. Always there fun. we go. I'll dig yeah. it. <laughs> it's pretty badass. Okay. So um what is your favorite tropes when you're reading? What are your favorite tropes to read? Some of my favorite tropes. So I am a sucker for and I have this in not my time because I love it so damn much. Sucker for a good like after action patch-up scene. Um, always just very emotionally vulnerable because they're physically vulnerable and the tension is just so great. Um, I like both friends to lovers and enemies to lovers. It just depends on the context. Like I feel like enemies to lovers works really well in like fantasy 
but in contemporary, it kind of like squeaks me out a little bit. Um, whereas so in contemporary, I tend to like friends tilters a little bit more. That's interesting with that whole TikTok thing that goes on about I kiss my best friend, whatever that phenomenon is right now that goes very well sometimes and very, very, very poorly at other times. Because I think what you should absolutely do is set up your best friend and not have them realize you're recording them doing something like that. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? What about genres that um, you want to branch into? So you talked about on the last podcast that you're writing a rom-com. Are there any genres you'd really like to write but you're nervous about? I think fantasy is a big one just because there's just so much to it. And I feel like there's a, a lot going on in that market right now. So trying to write something that I don't necessarily worry about like, oh, is this like 110% original? Because I don't think any story really is. There was a piece of writing advice that I heard when I started writing was, you know, don't worry about that because there's only what like seven different types of stories out there and everything's kind of been done. You just have to take a fresh twist to it. Um, so it's just, there's just so much out there that you want to make sure like, how is this going to stand out in the crowd <laughs> and building a magic system on top of your existing world building. So that's something that I'm trying to start to read a little bit into that craft on. Very, very cool. Mark. Um, no, my uh, next question is, so you've done, you know, you're, you've, you've mentioned rom-com, you've mentioned all this, you've mentioned a lot. Uh, what is your most underrated TV show that you think people should be watching that don't talk about it? Underrated TV show. Let's see. Oh, gosh. I watch a lot of anime. A lot. I primarily watch anime, actually, now that I think about it. Um, we don't have cable. Uh, we pretty much just watch streaming and I would say my favorite it's an so it is an anime but it's called Osamatsu-san and it is the funniest show I've ever seen in my life um so it follows these sex couplets and they are a bunch of like jobless virgins that live at home and they're in their 20s and it's just like a comedy slice of life and it follows all the shenanigans they get into and it's absolutely hysterical I think it's hysterical and nobody talks about it enough here in the states so what made you get into anime i grew up um really into like pokemon sailor moon cardcaptor sakura and you know as a kid you don't realize that that's anime it's just another you know saturday morning cartoon um but growing up into that i also played as talking about video games i played a lot of video games um that were like nintendo um or just from japan that were for playstation and I also took karate growing up. So kind of everything just kind of blended into, okay, we're going to consume a lot of Japanese media for the rest of your life. <laughs> so, Have you ever been? I'm going in March, actually. Yay! Super excited. Awesome. So I was supposed to go, uh, my husband and I were supposed to go there for our honeymoon. Um, but uh, COVID happened because we got married in 2020. So that obviously never happened, but we're finally getting to go this year. I'm super excited. Well, at least you got married before everybody was acknowledging the outbreak. So people were at your wedding. Right before the shit show. We <laughs> January 19th and I had to cancel our trip on January 30th. Oh, uh, well, that's cool. I'm super excited for you. Okay. I've got a question. Then Mark, you get the wrap up question. What is your favorite weird food combination? weird food combination oh gosh so I have a, very, a sensitive stomach so I don't eat anything too crazy to be completely honest 
Um, so it could just be something that is plain, but you mix two things together. But I would say um, I do enjoy a bagel that has cream cheese and honey on it at the same time. Uh, the nice little flavor balance. So I'm a huge fan of honey. I'll put honey on almost anything. That and sour cream, but those two not at the same time. In controversial so. opinion, I do like pineapple on pizza. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I do too. <laughs> but I also like olives with it too. So I also I will put olives on pretty much anything. I love yeah, it. There we go. See, I hate olives. So we are not dining and eating pizza together. It's not <laughs> happening. No. Well, that's why you get the half and then the yeah. half thing. Yeah. No, nope, I don't want half because I don't want your olive juice anywhere near my fucking pizza. So like well, no. I don't do pizza anyway because I'm allergic to garlic. So uh but uh all right, so last question then. All right, so My Hero Academia, you brought it up. It's your, one of your favorites, okay? So let's say um, if you could have any character from that franchise go into your franchise, who would it be and why? So my all-time favorite character in that, I actually have a tattoo of this character, is Dobby. Uh, so I relate to that character um, a little bit, which is kind of concerning because he's a murderous villain. Uh, but, you know, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but no, um, he's got a great um, backstory that I think is pretty relatable. Um, so, and I just love his character. He's unhinged. So. Awesome. I appreciate unhinged characters all the time. Yes. Um, so do me a favor. Shameless self-promotion time. Where do people find you in your book? Hold it up again. Yeah, so not my time. Heroes One. You can find where books are sold. My website is jessicaslina.com. You can find me on pretty much any and all social platforms as author Jessica Selena, except for Twitter. It's Jess underscore Selena there. Very, very cool. Jessica, thank you so much for being on this podcast with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Guys, this has been Drinking with Authors Literary Briefs, and I finished my whiskey. So hashtag winner um winning thank you charlie sheen for that um <laughs> nobody knows that reference anymore That's anyway please don't so forget to like subscribe <laughs> comment except for about that you can leave that out of the comment yeah, leave that leave that comment out um Most my Remington steel fan fix in the chat so. yes please <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness mark muncie from erie travels has been my co-host today and we will see you guys next time hey everyone this is carrie from the metal geeks podcast thanks for geeking out with us for the past 10 years yes i said that 10 years that we've been doing this talking about video games and metal and tv and movies and comic books and scene parks and all that other cool stuff check us out on our website at metalgeeks.net and on all the socials at metal geeks we are proud members of the eso network keep it geeky and keep it metal this has been a broadcast of the eso network be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.